I'm just a boy from Kansas out to save the world from chronic disease. And I truly mean that. Nobody is in control of your health but you. I can't heal you. Your doctor can't heal you. You have to heal you. And it's all about having the education empowerment to know what you need to be changing within yourself, within your life, to set your soul free and accomplish that best life that we all like to talk about. And I truly believe that the greatest medicine of all is to teach people how not to need it. I'm Brendan Vermeyer, the original Holistic Savage. Welcome to the Holistic Savage Podcast. I start my- <laughs> all right, we're live. Hey, what's up, guys? Brendan Vermeyer, the original Holistic Savage. Back again for another episode of the Holistic Savage Podcast, where we love talking about all things hashtag functional medicine, functional spirituality, functional psychology, functional fitness, and anything that comes of those conversations. So I have my good friend, Kendra Perry, on with us today. Obviously, he's here. She's right there recording. <laughs> Kendra, what is up? How are you? I'm good. It is always fun to hang out with you. I love that... Uh... We've hung out a bunch on podcasts, on Zoom. I feel like we've hung out a lot on Zoom, so it's good yeah. to kind of continue hanging out with you this way. <laughs> yeah, you know, considering we've never actually met in person, I feel like we have a pretty tight bond. And that's I think so. I feel really good about, you know, that's yeah. that, the internet. <laughs> like, people are so, like, the internet's horrible and all that. And it's like, well, you shape your experience, and you can totally reach people and make these awesome relationships. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've made some of my closest friends online, and I, I think yeah. it's – it's cool. Like, and it, and it just makes it that much more special when one day you do meet in person. Cause you're like, Oh my God, I can oh, touch dude. you. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, um, you just met, um, your Christine. business partner, Christine yeah. <laughs> at the social media conference, like a month ago, I saw that yeah. whole thing on Facebook. And I was like, Oh, like I did podcasts with them and they're all cute and stuff, but like, they've never met like, Oh yeah. You know, it's so special. <laughs> And then I got to be a part of that moment. Yeah, I know. And it was so cool because like, you know, you're like, oh, I hope we like each other, but we loved each other even more. (laughs) I bet that was just instant vibes. It was. It was super fun. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm sure we'll be like that. I feel like I I should. I think we're going to meet person in the fall maybe, hey? FDN conference. Hopefully. You're going. Are, Are you going? I'm not sure. It depends if they accept my speaker application. <laughs> uh, well, that was my next question. And if it makes you feel any better, uh, even as the AFDNP director, I haven't been confirmed as a speaker yet. Oh. So, <laughs> so I, think, uh, I think we're in the same boat on that one. But uh, yeah, I, I'm sure I have a feeling it'll, it'll happen. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Um, well, awesome. So guys, for those of you listening, allow me to formally... And then we're not going to be formal at all for not the rest all. of the conversation. <laughs> uh, but her formal bio here, which I, I read this ahead of time, and I fucking love it. So let me read it, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> so Kendra Perry is a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner who helps up uh, up-and-coming health professionals master hair tissue mineral analysis testing, plus consistently generate 10K per month using a minimalist business model. She's the co-host of the uh, 360 Health Business podcast, where she teaches online business and continued education in functional health topics for health health professionals. <laughs> I obviously did not practice this. Ahead of time. <laughs> You're almost there. You're almost Kendra, there. Kendra is a passionate outdoor enthusiast and adrenaline junkie, and in her free time, you will find her scaling mountains with skis, bikes, harnesses, and ropes. For free training tips and strategies, you can follow Kendra on Instagram at Kendra Perry Nutrition or on YouTube by searching Kendra Perry Nutrition. So that was a struggle for me to get through, but you know what? Like, I love that so much because that is like the perfect, just like authentic, straightforward, like who you are, what you're all about, kind of creating the aura of you a little bit. Um, because that's exactly what I've, what I witnessed as one of your, you know, loyal followers. Like uh, that, that speaks to you well. Is that a, a newly formulated bio? That was great. Yeah, I actually, um, I just tweaked it before I sent it over. I made a few tweaks. Oh, did you? (laughs) I was like, I need to switch this up a little bit. But um, most of it has, yeah, that's the one I've been using. And I think it's, yeah, it does describe me, especially the last part. (laughs) No, oh, totally. Like, so you're somewhere in the backwoods of of Canada, Mm -hmm. up north there, for those of you listening that did not know that. See, I know her. You guys don't. But I (laughs) I want you to know her the way that I know her because she's so fucking dope. And you'll think she's dope too. So 
you're in like backwoods Canada, and every time I watch your story, it's like minerals, mountains, minerals, water, minerals, organic, you know, love and stuff that matters in life. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but you're doing it the right way up there, eh? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I love that. A yeah, it's uh, I live in a really small little mountain town, just totally adventure based. So um, yeah. that's exactly why I have my business and started my business because I didn't want to live in a shitty city yeah. full of angry people and traffic and just all the thing. I mean, I just I'm not a city person. So no. this is um, this is I live in paradise. I'm very lucky. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely gonna hop the border and, and come hang out with you one of these days because it's just like anywhere there's mountains and rivers, sign me up. Beaches, like okay, that's that's cool too. But give me the mountain, <laughs> give me the mountains and the forest, you know. So oh, yeah, yeah. Or when you combine we'll beaches and mountains, you pretty much have it made. Oh, uh, I know. But then California is so expensive and yeah. insane and polluted, and there's fires, and it's just like ah, oh, I don't know, man. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I know it's a thing. Somewhere. Maybe Portland. I'm going to Portland this yeah. month. I'm gonna go scope that out. So. Nice. I'll let, I'll let so you know about there. that one. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> but so Kendra, awesome. We're going to, oh man. So Kendra, as you just read and uh, heard me horribly articulate in the bio, you know, she is a, a queen when it comes to HTMA testing or hair tissue mineral analysis, which is something that uh, I use in my practice and is a big time tool in the, in the functional medicine world. Um, extremely valuable. And, you know, whereas I'm uh, you know, learning and, and all that. She's more on the master level here. So Kendra, who is who I learned from, um, or you are who I learned from, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, do I talk to them? Do I talk to her? doesn't fucking matter. doesn't now fucking matter. Um, but so, you know, I'm learning HTMA from you and it's been an awesome experience and I'm, I'm ready to dig deeper into your course but where the fuck did any of that come from? How did you get so into HTMA? You know, I think that's a ground zero. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I, I, I think like a lot of people, I have a common story that like I got into health and wellness industry because of my own health issues. Like mm -hmm. I used to work in forestry. I used to design cut blocks for logging companies. That's what I did prior to doing this. So I used to just tramp around the bush, follow my face and tie flags, basically. <laughs> that was such a badass synopsis. You <laughs> were like, oh, you're like out there walking on trails. I'm like, no, you're fucking bushwhacking and you're falling on your face. Like that's <laughs> literally what you're doing. But anyway, so yeah, I started, I'd, I'd been having health problems for a while, but things got really bad. I definitely went into a burnout mode and that's when mm -hmm. I came upon the FDN course and started doing my training in that. And, you know, as, as you know, like a lot, you run tests on yourself and you, right. you know, figure out what's wrong with you. And yeah, I had a lot of things wrong with me, but after kind of working through all the protocols, I got a lot better, but I was still like so fatigued. Like I had this really deep, chronic, debilitating fatigue, and I was super tired, which is a big issue when you live in a mountain town. And the only thing you and your friends do is go mountain biking and climbing and hiking. Like I need like extra energy. Like I can't get away with just kind of mediocre energy levels. So it was like a very isolating experience. So it also made me very obsessed with like figuring out like, well, what's it going to be? And I don't even remember how I came upon it, but I stumbled upon it in like the deep, deep dark corners of the internet somehow, because it's not necessarily a mainstream functional test. Right. And it right. really made sense to me. So I started pursuing training in it um, and uh, working with a practitioner. And it's the thing that made my fatigue go away. Like after, um, it took time, but you know, I learned I had really bottomed out sodium potassium levels. I had copper toxicity. I was deficient in iodine. I was really lacking some of these really basic things that you need for normal function and that you need in your energy cycle. Right. So I, when I got my energy back and it happened quite quickly compared to like seven years of feeling fatigued. And then it took about eight months to get my energy kind of like back to a place where I thought it was at least acceptable. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I was like, okay, like th there's something here, there's something to this. And I started digging deeper into it. I started running it with all my clients. I've run like thousands of these panels now. And I just, yeah. I just see it to be a really amazing tool and a very affordable tool as well. Totally. It's yeah. what, like all of $130. Um, yeah. And a lot less if you, if you buy direct from the lab. So, yeah. you know, it's like, I think the biggest barrier to functional medicine is the cost. And I think a totally. lot of people need it, but I understand why it's so expensive because sure. testing is expensive. Like our time is valuable. We don't just 
do the work in sessions. Like we do so much behind the scenes uh, work, you know, yeah. you know, so it's really, really expensive and yeah. it's a high ticket thing. And I think it should be, but then there's all these people who are in a lower income bracket who can't access it. And I think they need it just as much as everyone else. So I think it just reaches a few more people. It gives people an option to test maybe when they don't really have thousands of dollars. Yeah, no, I, I gosh, I love all that so much because uh, in a lot of ways, you know, your story of how you got to where you are, you know, very parallel with mine in, in regards to organic acids where, yeah. you know, the, a lot of the subjects and, um, you know, metabolic systems and factors that were causing my health issues, well, in mm -hmm. oat test. So I think that's really cool how that, that really speaks to the individualized nature yeah. of, of healing, right? Because eh, fuck, everybody is looking for that, that cookie cutter program and that, mm -hmm. that easy, like how many guys I have come to me, uh, help me fix my low testosterone. And it's like, okay, well there's like a thousand different ways to skin yeah. that cat, bruh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. at the end of the day, it, it, it's a complex investigation that I don't think people understand or appreciate. But yeah, the the bang for your buck, mm -hmm. you know, because I get frustrated. I don't, I'm sure you can empathize with this. I get frustrated with a lot of different, you know, functional practitioners out there that, you know, I'm looking through their paper trail after the client comes to me mm -hmm. from, you know, a bad experience, right? And you're digging through the paper trail and it just straight up looks like they just ordered a shit ton of random tests, hoping to find yeah. something. You know, and it's just like, ah, uh, that's not the way it works. Like you, you mm -hmm. take the assessment and, but you have to work with their budget because there are so many yeah. people suffering and they simply don't have, it is so expensive. I mean, I know what they're paying me and, and you and I get it and it's just not realistic. So it's like, how can we bridge that gap? Which, you know, like I do some different DIY program. It, it's exactly that. And so I love how you're taking that approach because you're going to be able to help more people that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, uh, you're right. There's a lot of sick people. A lot of people need it. Most people need customization because, yeah. you know, I feel like the people we see, like they come to you eating organic, eating a paleo diet, doing yoga, meditating, like they actually know a lot and yeah. they're working really hard and they feel like shit. So, yeah. you know, like, what do you tell that person? You're like, oh, you need to do it better. Oh, you're lying to me. Like, yeah. I think you're, you're not being honest and you know, like these people are working really hard. So totally. there's just something deeper going on. And I think, you know, that's why the testing is great. But, um, I love HTMA because you can just, it's a really good, cheap, affordable test, get people in the door, get them a quick mm -hmm. win, get them a quick result. And then at that point they might be more invested to maybe purchase higher level testing because, you know, in the end, like we probably all want to run a stool test mm -hmm. and like see what's going on in the poop. Right. <laughs> totally. totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I love that. So with, uh, HTMA, you know, I'm like, man, there's a thousand directions. I want to go with this. <laughs> so it's like, what's next? What's next? Um, but so HTMA, you know, minerals are described as like the spark plugs of the body. Yeah. Do you want to speak to that by itself for a second? I'd love to hear your, your take. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's exactly right. They're the spark plugs of the body. So they're basically what allows the mineral or the body to work. You're really not going to find a chemical reaction in the body that isn't mineral dependent in some way. Right. And um, the macro minerals, so the primary electrolytes, which is calcium, magnesium, sodium, potassium, I mean, they are pretty much involved in everything. They regulate your heart rate. They regulate your blood pressure. They, you know, will allow you to create energy. Like they're involved in so many important functions. And so if they are out of balance with each other, uh, people will start manifesting very specific symptoms, which is really interesting. Um, it's definitely a test that correlates with how people feel and how they experience their health. Yeah. And it's not just about deficiency because yes, deficiency is a thing. Um, we do have a deficient food supply and we do spend a lot of our times being stressed, which uses a lot of, yeah. you know, a lot of nutrients, but it's really the relationship of the minerals with each other, right? Mm -hmm. Because they all have a pull and push effect on each other. So we really care about how they relate to each other, which is why hair mineral analysis is so interesting. Mm -hmm. 
And so, you know, HDMA, you're really looking at the the mineral excretion in the soft tissue that's mm-hmm. probably what, like three months after the fact, so to speak, kind of like a three-month average or how do exactly. you... Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're basically like you're looking at a non-invasive biopsy with the hair, right? It's just mm-hmm. dead cells. So it tells right. us about mineral concentration and metal concentration in the cell. And it takes about three to four weeks for things to end up in the hair. So you're kind of looking at about three to four months. Um, from about three weeks before you took the sample because uh, you're doing about an inch and a half of hair. And that's generally how long it takes to grow that hair, about three to four months. So you kind of get this bigger average, which I think is interesting because I think with a lot of testing, we get that moment in time and it's it's a snapshot of a moving target. And right. who knows, like the day you tested may have been a bad day. Maybe it was a good day. Like, you know, it may not necessarily be reflective of what's average. So right. I really like that we get that get to analyze kind of a bigger time period. You know, that's, that's a really interesting, uh, I, I don't know that I thought of it in that way, but you're exactly right. Cause you know, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, you've got like HbA1c, which is kind of this like four month average mm-hmm. of your, mm-hmm. of your blood sugar. Imagine if, but that's the thing, that's only one marker. What if you yeah. had a marker that was the average of their, their insulin and their cortisol that doesn't, there isn't that. We yeah, don't, there isn't that exactly. You no. Know? So like with blood, yeah, you, you could take seven blood samples, seven days in a row, have seven different results, or even organic acids is going to fluctuate a bit on a day to, where I, I really like that though, the, mm-hmm. cause the minerals in the hair, it's, it really is going to be this kind of three month time frame. So it's uh, at the end of the day, very, cause here's the thing, you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, no, no punches pulled. I like to just get into the heart of stuff because you know, HTMA gets criticized sometimes as it like, it's so much criticism, you know, not <laughs> being there's in, in our industry, there's just so much kind of eh, criticism of like, who's, mm. you know, what's best and whatever. But, uh, HTMA kind of gets bashed a little bit as like not being mm-hmm. reliable. Um, but I just, I, have found that to not you couldn't be further from the truth yeah yeah and it's 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 a hundred percent a misconception you know there were a few studies uh published in the journal of american medical association um in the 80s that really poo-pooed htma but when you actually break down the studies and look at their methods and look what they determined you're like oh this is totally flawed right Right. um and people are always sending me to quack watch uh (laughs) actually the guy who uh runs quack watch is was also one of the uh publishers of one of those studies his name is stephen barrett and uh you know when you break down his arguments on quack watch i can debunk all of them Mm -hmm. and there's been actually hundreds of studies done on testing minerals and metals in the hair it's actually been pretty highly researched and yeah. several review papers have found it you know analyzing 400 different studies have found it to be accurate so i think it's just you know it got a bad reputation based on a couple studies as you know people look at studies at face value and they don't necessarily uh dissect the methods and what people are actually doing in the study sometimes they just read the news headline right right <laughs> and, uh, are like oh this is what science said but yeah, it is definitely really poo-pooed, and uh, I think it's unfortunate, uh, but that's actually one of my missions is just to make it more well-known and more accepted because, you know, everyone's like, oh, hair mineral analysis is, is inaccurate, but all the labs that do HTMA are held to the same standards of every lab right. in the U.S. Um, they're all regulated by the CLIA Act, and that's what holds, you know, they get inspected, they get sent um, samples that they have to test, and they have to meet these regulations just like any other lab. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So that's where we need, like, I, I feel like I should ship you a foam microphone so for this. So that way you could have just <laughs> dropped it just now. Um, oh, I can't wait to quote you like a thousand times. Like, <laughs> that, that one episode of the Holistic Savage podcast. So shut your mouth up about your uh, HTML criticism. No, but, <laughs> that's, that's so good. I'm so glad to, to hear all that because you know, yeah, I think when people actually look at, at the evidence and whatnot, mm-hmm. and there's, um, you know, every functional anything gets bashed by conventional medicine pretty regularly. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's like a badge know, of honor to be on Quack Watch, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, first off, I've never heard of Quack Watch and I'm, oh, really? <laughs> I'm terrified now. <laughs> yeah. It's well, functional diagnostic nutrition is on Quack Watch, like pretty much like anything oh, that's, that's at any level in the holistic health world ends up on Quack Watch. So 
better go check then. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Well, that's cool though. So HTMA, we scientifically validated the fuck out of that, mm -hmm. I think. So that's awesome. Cost effective, three months. Um, uh, part of me wants to go the nerdy route, but I feel like we should, you know, steer it in a more demographically sure. wide casting because <laughs> I want to get into like, but here we're just going to have to vibe out another time and talk about combining our, our cool shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. So HTMA though, now you're moving into more focusing on, um, educating for we we were just having that awesome conversation before we started recording yeah. <laughs> uh, i knew i should have recorded some of that but so we were talking about uh now you're you're really switching and kind of mm -hmm. maybe making that professional pivot to really focus on educating practitioners on yeah. mastering hdma rather than uh working with clients so much mm -hmm. or speak to that a little bit yeah so i uh, you know, once I, cause I was doing, I was in, for those of you who don't know, I was actually doing Brandon or Brendan's role within FDN. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Brendan took over my position within FDN when I left. And, uh, that role involves obviously like training practitioners, like, you know, in functional health, but also like online business. And, uh, I was always in the detective series. I don't know if you guys still do that, but in those detective calls, I was always, you know, talking about minerals and just, you know, sharing what I had learned over those couple years that I was intensely studying it with the practitioners. And people always got really excited about it. People were always, I think, really intrigued by HTMA, but there was just a really lack, there's a lack of education on it, which is, I think, probably another reason why people poo-poo it, because there's just not a lot of training programs on it in general. Like, it's really hard to learn it. I had to really fight hard to learn it. Right? right. So everyone was always really excited about that. And then, um, eventually I started doing the medical director consults mm -hmm. for HTMA within the company. And when I left, I still had, um, FDNs and other health coaches reaching out to me to ask for mentoring in it. And if they could go over their client cases with me. So I continued to do that privately. And then people were just like, kept saying like, you should create a course. You should create a course. When are you going to create a course? Like I heard that like probably like 200 times and <laughs> yeah. like, okay, I think I need to create a course. <laughs> and so finally I listened. And then when you had me on for that webinar with FDN um, in January, it was very much a last minute decision. I was like, you know what? I'm doing this webinar. Like I'm basically doing this presentation for the exact people who would want to buy this course. Right. I'm just going to launch it as a beta, as a live. I'm going to create it as I go. And that's what I did. And it was the biggest launch I've ever had. Yeah. I literally barely, I felt like I barely left, lifted a finger and it sold so easily. So for me, that was validated. I was like, okay, like this is, this is something I can't ignore. This is something I need to be teaching. And so I ran the course. Uh, Brendan was a part of it, although I didn't see much <laughs> on the Facebook lives. I'll have to say, I'll call you out on that. I know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I am very excited to dig into it. I, I will say I have been, been able to tap. But mm -hmm. this is all amazing to hear because it, hearing you speak to all that was super special because I experienced all of it, you mm -hmm. know, live. I, yeah. you know, um, it was a little over a year ago. You were stepping out of the AFDNP director role. I was mm -hmm. stepping into it. That's really how, you know, we met. Yeah. Um, and so I've been able to watch and experience this whole uh, thing develop organically for you. And, and as I was speaking uh, before we started recording, it's just been super fucking inspirational uh, and, and motivating because like literally you are in the same fucking path as me, but it's like you're a, a few steps ahead. Mm -hmm. And so to see what you've been doing and, and how well you've done with it and how many people you're helping and uh, inspiring. It's just been, just been hella cool. So to hear you making that switch, I think it's fucking great, you know? And yeah. I, I think that's, uh, it's like the universe really led you to exactly that. And you're listening and mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going to have the, the broadest reach going this way. I'm going to be able to best serve people this way. So yeah. 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 And I think it's just about listening to what people are asking, right. uh, asking you or, you know, because it's really easy to get it kind of stuck in your head, like exactly where you want your business to go, but it doesn't always go the way you think it's going to go. And I think it's important to listen, you know, and I'd, I'd launched 
quite a few things in the past. And, you know, I, I, a lot of them were flops. I wasn't super successful. And I think I was just really out of alignment with what I really wanted to be doing. And when I sort of embraced that, like, this is what people wanted for me. And when I just decided to shed imposter syndrome, because that's probably what prevented me yeah. from making the course for about a year. Cause it's, you know, it's deep stuff. You can go down, um, you can go really deep. It's a deep dive. And so I just didn't, I still don't feel like an expert, honestly. Like I still feel like I'm learning. When I get on the phone with my mentor, I feel like I have to change the course every call we have. I'm like, oh my God, I have to change everything. Like, you know, like we, there's always going to be someone who is more of an expert than us. And I just had to sort of like let go of that and be like, you know what? I have enough knowledge to teach this in a basic way. And the course went great. So now I'm just updating that and I'm going to relaunch it um, in July. So stay tuned for the updated course because there's going to be a lot of good updates in that. So if you're getting going to dive into it, Brendan, wait for the, the better uh, updated course for sure. <laughs> that, yeah, that sounds awesome uh, and perfect, perfect timing. I'm trying to get my uh, organic acid course finished by like early August and that's like a that's like a hard, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a me keeping it real with myself deadline. <laughs> so. It's a lot of work. It's, oh, a, oh. this is the most amount of work I've ever put into yeah. everything. Like running that course and creating like two hour lectures every week was insane. Like I was like, this yeah. is crazy. Like this is fun. I love it. I love teaching. But when it was over, I was like, thank God I couldn't do that for another week. It was so you much. pulled it off like <laughs> such a boss babe though. Like. <laughs> that was that was some legitimate operational stuff it was crazy and I'm glad you know I did it really basic like there was no bells and whistles I ran it through a Facebook group um, and that was great because then I didn't have to deal with like replays like you know obviously like you're like oh I'll just post the replay but it's like no you have to like download the replay you have to upload it you have to render it like it's a huge ordeal and I was like I don't have time to do that if I'm going to be spending like eight hours plus a week creating these these lectures right and editing slides so you know I think for me I just had to do it really basic I just had to do it and now I can make it better and I'll keep updating it probably always but Mm -hmm. sometimes you just gotta put something out there and see what happens I just got like the goose pimples because I was thinking about how you know, one, one thing that I find, and this is what a fucking cool podcast we're doing because of what we both do. Um, cause we, you know, we're both doing this thing. We're both operating in, in this functional medicine industry, which is its own sort of thing, but people just have no idea what the industry is actually like and what the, the, the demands are, the shortcomings. They don't understand the industry and something that I you know, find is functional medicine is still such a new and rapidly evolving thing Mm -hmm. that I think we need more professionals like you that are really locking down onto, okay, instead of trying to be the master at everything or whatever, like, let me not just master, but then advance our understanding of this thing because it's fucking valuable Mm-hmm. Uh, it's cost effective and it helps a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where I'm kind of thinking like, Ooh, you know, you and I might have to do this collaboration with organic acids and the HTMA. Cause it's just like what that combo can do. Um, pretend, like who knows, but the yeah. way to find out is to track that data over time. Exactly. That's something our industry really needs is we need data that shows the value and show case study after fucking case study mm-hmm. you know, the scientific research the literature that everybody loves referring to but very few people actually read or mm-hmm. dissect or correctly interpret or investigate to see the validity so that's where i am not so much a i am not a literature cider yeah so that makes me right and everybody else wrong i'm a let me see the the clinical outcome data that you can prove that you produce. You know what I mean? And that's oh, what you totally. Yeah. And I mean, I love that because just because something was shown to be effective in a scientific study doesn't actually means it mean it works clinically. And I see that all the time. Yeah. You'll be like, Oh, like CoQ10 helps with like brain function. And then like you got your client who has brain fog and you're like, I'll just give them some CoQ10 and hopefully that'll clear up their brain fog and it has zero effect. Right? Like it's just, right. Um, I, f- I find with health, especially like, it's really hard to study health and nutrition. Um, it's really hard to take away all the external factors that could be playing into why someone's getting results. Like you can't really put people in a vacuum 
and study them, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's just so many other things at play. So I think it's really hard to study it. So it's good to know it. It's good to see what's out there. But in the end, you have to test it clinically and see if it actually works. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, something I always teach, uh, you know, the the FDN people uh, is like making a a case more complex doesn't equal better results, right? You know, I think a lot of practitioners, not just FDNs, it's just that's who we we teach, but primarily, but a lot of other practitioners, it's just like, let's make this as complicated as possible. And it's like, hmm. I mean, I'm all for like digging into the nitty gritty deep. That's great. But don't make it more complex than it needs to be. And what is going to move the needle on that person's health? But um, so with HTMA, you know, you said it earlier and I wanted to dig a little bit deeper into that to help people understand like the power of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, the spark plugs and, and how they they're catalyzing reactions. Shoot. What was my actual fucking question though? (laughs) See, this is where having ADD sometimes gets you a little, little yeah. off. You know, you're trying to like yank it back in. Oh, I do it all the time. Um, oh, that was it. You you mentioned how there's a strong correlation with HDMA <laughs> results and symptomology. Like, yeah. you know, whereas some other testing sometimes it's like your bacillus bacteria are overgrown in your gut. How does that correlate with your yeah. overall clinical presentation? And it's like, that one bacteria out of trillions of bacteria that make up my own unique microbiome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the uh, professionals listening. will get a good chuckle. Yeah, out of that totally. <laughs> but, but so, uh, but HTMA, not so much. And I, yeah. and I certainly, I attest to that and I'll, you know, let the expert speak to that though. Um, Cause yeah, every time I do one of those things, the symptoms uh, that would correspond with that particular imbalance, you know, it always is. And so there's, mm-hmm. you know, these different ratios too mm-hmm. that we can look at because, you know, these minerals are, as you said, acting like spark plugs. They, you know, facilitate enzymatic reactions and uh, electrochemical signaling throughout the entire fucking body, every single yeah. one of our trillions of cells, right? And like think about the sodium potassium pump, which potentiates all resting membrane permeability necessary yeah. for any cell transduction shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> Potassium. So imagine all these others, the magnesium and phosphorus and so on and so forth. So I, I think just to make it easy on whoever the hell is listening, um, maybe the ratios. So tell us sure. about like what ratios there are and sure you know, what that, you know, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. I'm just going to grab my uh, plug-in. Yeah, I'm about to run out of battery. You're Hopefully good. we can. I'm gonna, you're good. <laughs> We're going to keep this fucking party going. Uh, I, I got to scale my cussing back a little bit, but. Oh, I always forget something. It's all okay. good. I usually forget my dignity, but I didn't today. <laughs> I think, you know, I think it's a really good question. And I think that, and I love that you see that the symptoms match up because one of the biggest things I see match up is almost like personality traits. Like I can look at a person's panel and be like, oh yeah, like I I can tell them how they feel. And then they think I'm a witch and they're like, how do you know that? (laughs) Because it's like, they're so revealing, but you know, when it comes to the ratios, like, you know, I mentioned it's the balance. So we always start things with the calcium phosphorus ratio. That's kind of the primary ratio Um, that determines the metabolic rate of the body. So calcium is very much the body's braking system, slows the body down. Uh, Elderly people, people in their end stages of life have a really high calcium because that's how the body slows itself down. Hmm. Uh, Phosphorus is stimulating. It stimulates the sympathetic nervous system. So the higher calcium gets above phosphorus, the more a person is in a slower metabolic state. They're Hmm. more in that sort of exhausted parasympathetic state. Um, and when it's, it's flipped, when you have more phosphorus to calcium, you have someone who's more in like a chronic fight or flight state. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they tend to be the people who feel more fired up. They tend to be the right. type of personalities, you know, people who take on a lot, who take on everything, who are busy. Those tend to be <laughs> your low calcium to phosphorus ratio people, uh, which is me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say this, this is sounding eerily yeah. <laughs> familiar all of a sudden, like, what are we mm-hmm. talking about? Burn her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I love it. All over the map. Yeah. You're probably like a low calcium phosphorus ratio. (laughs) 
<laughs> and so, and you know, that's really interesting. We actually base our protocol like on that ratio, not primarily, but it does kind of break people up into two categories, like a slow versus a fast metabolic person. Right. And, you know, like back in the day when this first was being researched in the seventies, like it was a 50, 50 split, right? Like 50% of people would fall into that slower category and 50% were in fast. Mm -hmm. Now it's like 80% slow. Like if you get into mineral testing, like slow metabolic types are your groundhog day and fast metabolic types are your unicorn. Like it's crazy. When I see a fast, I'm like blown away and I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. This is so exciting because (laughs) so many people are in that slower metabolic stage. Yeah. (laughs) Like where did you come from? But you know, there's just so much crap in our environment, you know, environmental toxins, stress, Um, copper, like all, all these things are actually slowing down our metabolism and raising our calcium, Mm -hmm. um, and pushing that calcium into the soft tissue, which is a big issue for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, the other ratio that I find really uh, revealing is the sodium potassium ratio, like you mentioned, and you know, it's the most important ratio. And I would, I would think it's because it controls movement across the cell, right? Nothing gets in or out of the cell without a good ratio between those two, but You know, sodium really fires people up. It's very stimulating. Every time you get stressed out, your sodium goes up. So people who have a lot of sodium to potassium, they're aggro. Like they're angry people. They are really mm-hmm. snappy. They're the high stress people, the people who freak out, who go from zero to a hundred over nothing. And they're like, I don't even know who that was, who just like exploded, like a monster comes out. And, you know, just to give it some context, in really extreme situations, uh, if you were to run HTML and violent criminals, you'd find sodium potassium through the roof because mm. it makes people angry as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that tells us a lot. You know, I can usually tell I'm like, yeah, you probably feel really stimulated, really fired up. Like, are you irritable? Are you angry? Do you feel aggressive sometimes? And most people are like, yeah, that's how I feel. Mm. Whereas when it's inverted or it's low, um, it usually represents a really severe loss of potassium. So you have your really bottomed out people, mm-hmm. people who feel like they're spinning their tires in the mud and never getting anywhere. They're just running their hamster wheel with their health and nothing moves the needle. That's like your low sodium potassium totally. people. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's super interesting, and you know, there's there's all these other. Uh, I hadn't really thought of it as much from the personality standpoint, but it makes a lot of sense. Kind of like, you know, I, I tend to, uh, you know, it's like, oh, what what uh, genetic snips do they have, or what's their neurotransmitter mm-hmm. profile look like? Because you're, you know, feeling a little, whatever. So yeah, that's that's cool, and then the other ratios of even giving you insight into uh, infections or kind of immune yeah. status. Um, gosh, what are some of the other ones? There's, I, I just think it's super fascinating and I, I really hope to eventually geek out on, and you know, I, I'm a pathway guy. I like mm-hmm. to, what's that pathway? And what I think is interesting about HTMA is also a lot of like pattern analysis, right? Yes. You know, mm-hmm. it's, Cause it's not a straightforward thing to read. It's, it's not yeah. like, and which nothing is people mm-hmm. think they're yeah. black and white in lab testing world. They're not guys for those of you watching, yeah. <laughs> but nothing is straightforward. You're welcome. But, uh, <laughs> but HDMA, yeah, it is kind of this art of you're trying to like, Oh, mm-hmm. well, and then how, but how does that correlate with clinical presentation too? Yeah, so, totally. And I'm kind of, you know, something that I kind of think is like some of the different patterns and stuff, like, you know, cause or effect, right? You know, and, and that's always the catch 22. It's always, yeah. And is like, is this a side effect? Or is this a root cause? Or well, it's kind of both. Does it even fucking matter? <laughs> you know, yeah, that's um, so true. but I think like the infections and stuff, Okay, so the infection ratio, what is it, like iron to... Yeah, it's the iron to copper ratio, but I just don't find that it correlates that it's that well. Okay. It's, it's con- yeah, it's considered a significant go. ratio, but, you know, when it's low, it might indicate a chronic viral infection. When it's high, it might indicate chronic bacterial, but this is the problem is that often copper is hidden. Like, there, a lot of people don't excrete a lot of copper because their body's in a really weakened state. Mm-hmm. So you can't trust a, the single copper marker. You have to look at all the interactions. Yeah. Uh, same goes for the iron. Like, the iron by itself on an HMA test isn't the best marker of iron status. You actually want to look at its relationship to calcium um, copper, but mercury and lead as well. And I mean, I would always want to look at, um, an iron panel on blood chemistry. Mm. It's actually really nice to combine, uh, blood chemistry with HTMA. There's uh, Mm. a lot of overlap and a lot of 
uh, blood markers that can tell you about minerals, which is pretty cool. But, you know, um, I've, I've just never found that ratio really correlates. But what I do find correlates is that sodium potassium ratio, ratio when it's inverted, and especially when it's below one, these are your people with really poor immune function and really low stomach acid. And that's a recipe for infection. So those are typically your people with chronic infections. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Super, super interesting. And it's like to think that you were able to speak to all of that, you know, based on <laughs> the minerals and everything. Yeah. And I totally, I was going to say it about blood chemistry because, you know, whereas I, I feel like I'm still uh, really learning HTMA and, and getting used to it and comfortable, but like looking at um, blood chemistry and minerals in the blood is more, more so my wheelhouse, I guess. But like I'm getting ready to launch this, you know, my official clinical detox program AKA like I'm just making a web page for something I've been doing. Yeah. Uh, just giving it a fancy name. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's, yeah, it's, we'll call it this program. Yeah. Great. Um, you know how it is. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it includes, um, adding HTMA cause mm -hmm. you know, I've done a ton of organic acids, blood chemistry side by side. Mm -hmm. Like I told Karen Hubert, uh, with, with biobotanical formerly great plains. I had dinner with her in San Diego last year and I told her like, give me blood chemistry and organic acids and I can work magic. Yeah. But, you know, I want to see that combos, the HDMA and see mm -hmm. how all that correlates. And that's something I'll have to talk to you about another time. Um, Cause I, yeah, I think there's a lot there. I think there's yeah, a lot there of interactions with, you've got the minerals and the metals, you've got things like oxalates and microbes, mm -hmm. um, but then the vitamins and there's just so many, and I don't think anybody's really thoroughly explained, I don't think so either. And I mean, I love the idea of pairing um, an organic acids test with an HTMA because I think with oats, you, you can really kind of determine like, like vitamin status, especially like B vitamins, which are really important. And you don't get that necessarily from HTMA. Like I can, I can make a lot of assumptions about right. vitamins with HTMA, but um, that would be really cool to get, you know, some different type of information. And I, I actually think like an oats plus HTMA plus blood chemistry might be like, the bomb proof combo. combo. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you know. I'll, I'll just say it on the air. I don't. I'm honey badger. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's the the Instagram message when I sliding into your DMs the other yeah. day. I'm just like, girl, I got this biz idea for us, and it's gonna be dope. AF, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do that because uh, you know the uh, organic acids a lot of mold and microbiology mm -hmm. stuff and detox pathways yeah. and the nutrients and the neurotransmitters and so it's like that with the uh straight magic i'm telling yeah. you i think it'd be really interesting i actually just fired off an oats test for myself like last week or two weeks ago Ooh. so i'll be sending it over to you to so you can tell me how messed up i am uh, perfect <laughs> and, uh, i'm due for a retest on my htma so i'll yeah. be hitting you up real soon <laughs> Well, awesome. Um, so we again, eh, do you do you need a hard stop? At I'm good. I'm good okay. to keep going for okay, sure. Okay, cool. Because I'm like, damn. If I've only got 13 minutes, I got to really make this 13 <laughs> save my life here. Um, but so you also do business coaching, and that's something yeah. I wanted to talk about a little bit too, um, because I've seen this, and I, you know, I also am feeling the call. I'm having more people book in. Mm -hmm. with me uh, for like business advice. I'm like, why the fuck do you think I know anything about business? <laughs> <laughs> I don't give myself enough credit, but it's not entirely untrue. But I've <laughs> seen you, like, honestly, I, I, I follow you. Like, mm -hmm. I, you know, you are one, somebody that, um, you know, we all follow people, but how many people are you actually paying attention yeah. to? probably five. I think we all have like the capacity to really follow five people and pay attention. Right. Oh, totally. It's because of their imbalanced minerals. Obviously. Yeah, <laughs> you know? totally. Everyone's ADD. Yeah. But you, <laughs> you, I actually do follow and I enjoy it. You're very uh, authentic and real and, and genuine and empathetic and uh, you know, motivating all, all these great things. And, you know, I see you um, really being a great kind of professional um, you know, role model and, uh, you know, a lot of things, but business coaching and you seem to really be enjoying it, loving it. And that's like a big part of your, you know, professional life these days. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been an interesting transition. And I think, um, 
you know, I, we talked about this before we hopped on the podcast, but when I, uh, you know, got into this industry, like right when I started my business, I got hired with FDN. So mm-hmm. I started working as a mentor and then eventually running the membership. So I've always been supporting coaches and practitioners from the beginning. That's always been a part of something I've been doing. And when I stopped working for FDN last year, um, I really felt like something was missing. I really missed working with that type of person. And I was getting a lot of people, you know, I've done a lot of mentoring in business and in functional testing. And it just started to feel this winter, I started to feel funny. I wasn't sleeping as well. Like something was off, something was off. Like, what was it? What was it? And I think I was just out of alignment. I realized Mm. that, you know, I was trying to do two different things. I was working with health coaching clients and supporting practitioners and wanting to talk about business and marketing. And I was basically creating two separate, uh, kinds of content, which is, which is crazy. You know, it's crazy. It's a lot of work. And I was feeling really overwhelmed. I was confusing myself. And, you know, after some thinking, I just realized like what actually fires me up? Like, what do I really want to do? Where can I have the biggest impact? And for me, that's, you know, not only helping practitioners with the HTMA, but helping them run their business because health coach poverty is a thing. And it's really, Oh yeah. You know, like there are so many people who need health coaches. There's way more people out there who need health coaches than there are health coaches. And I don't know, but I think health coaches are the worst offenders for making some of the biggest mistakes with online business. Totally. You know, man, this goes right back to that a few steps ahead of me thing. Because now that you (laughs) say that, I'm like, damn, you know, I hadn't really thought of it like that. I definitely, okay, well, yeah, like I I can attest to like, honestly, I enjoy talking to professionals about Mm -hmm. building business because like, I didn't, I didn't start my career to own a business or, or build a business. And yet, you know, here we are, and it's been a Mm -hmm. hell of a learning curve. But I've also like, oh, I figured out a few things along the way. And it's kind of fun to like, talk to other people about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so kind of develops organically. But at the same time, I think you touched on something there really valuable about the the health coach poverty. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, fuck, I started uh, my career at, at like 18, 19 as personal trainer and nutrition coach. And I, you know, I can tell you like there were some hard years in there and, yeah. <laughs> um, and the sad reality is I feel like the majority of health and fitness professionals that I know are not just not where they should be yeah. or could be. Um, and I do think a lot of it comes down to, yeah, uh, the, you know, the business building, but also one thing I love about you is you just spoke to it in your story yesterday about like how to be, you know, successful of like people want some authenticity and Mm -hmm. real. And I love how like you just do that naturally, which is, I I think a big reason why I'm just drawn to you as a human and as a soul is very like real, authentic, uh, and genuine human. And it's refreshing as fuck. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. And I mean, It's, I think with health coaching, like, you know, a lot of us, we go get our certification from IIN or FDN or wherever. And, you know, we're not taught business and that's fair enough. Like that's not these institutions jam. They don't, they're not there to teach business. And I don't know if they could, because it is so hard to keep up with online business trends. Like what works right now didn't work last year. What works last year doesn't work in 2019. Right. And I think a lot of us get into this because we want to help people. And I don't think we realize right off the bat that what we're doing is actually building a business and building a brand. I don't think anyone right. goes into it for like, I want to build a brand and make a million dollars. Like they're just like, yeah. I want to help people. I want to help my family. I want to help my friends. Right. right. Um, and so I think because we're dealing with people who are sick and not necessarily in the best place in their life, I think a lot of health coaches have a really big block with accepting money in exchange for helping people. I think that's yeah. a really big one. Um, they think it's icky, dirty. They feel like, you know, that, door-to-door salesperson selling a shitty broken vacuum, which is not what you're selling. (laughs) You are selling transformation. But, you know, I think there's a lot of blocks in terms of business and money. And I think what it means to have a business online in 2019 is not necessarily what a lot of people realize they were signing up for. Because in 2019, you need to build a brand. You need to be a leader. You need to be authentic and genuine and share your personality. Um, But do that in a place from leadership, from power and teach, which is kind of like, what the fuck is that? Like, that's crazy. I don't want to do that. I don't want to talk to my cell phone. Like there's a, <laughs> line. like you got to, 
Why does it come so naturally to me? Don't question it, says the ego. <laughs> totally. And I mean, that's something I've practiced. Like, you know, if you saw my first Instagram yeah. stories like two years ago, it was super weird and awkward. It was not comfortable. But now it's just, you know, I enjoy it now, but it's been yeah. a lot of practice. And, and you really, you know, you can't just get on there and like be yourself and show your personality. You also have to lead and educate and you have to kind of combine the two, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, that was all just super awesome. Um, <laughs> It, you're you're so right though, and um, I love what you said earlier about uh, alignment. You know, mm -hmm. you were saying something was really missing, um, and I, I wasn't in alignment. Which actually, you know, uh, the 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 massage therapist that I go see every now and then, she's a hella spiritual. She's going to be on podcast. She's oh, nice! <laughs> super like next level spiritual, like Plantarian star mm -hmm. seeds and moon and rising over Jupiter's uh, placenta or something like it's super hardcore. Um, <laughs> but she, uh, gosh, where was I going with that? <laughs> Damn, we're talking about Jupiter's placenta and I don't even remember where I was going with that. Uh, what were we just talking about? We were talking about alignment. Oh, like alignment. Yeah. So I yeah. You were get all like metaphysical there <laughs> on me, which is great. Yeah. So her New Year's resolution word was alignment. I was like, oh yeah, like I really dig that. Like I'm, and so then I kind of like stole it subconsciously. And so this year I have yeah. though, I've been really like Brendan alignment. You know? <laughs> totally. No, it's great though. And. I think though my my really weird ADD squirrel tangent forgot what I was talking about cycle there that I just did was really getting at I think it's super dope that you are one of those people that can be in alignment with your you know your inner truth right mm -hmm. like your most authentic yeah. self and your most authentic truth but you know to really commend you like you're fearlessly displaying it which is how you get yeah. shit done and how yeah. you make a difference in this world mm -hmm. you know yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of running a business is just about getting shit done. Like, totally. you know, I think a lot of people are really concerned about things being perfect. And like, I put shit out on social media and on my blog with spelling mistakes where the words yeah. are jumbled up like all the time. <laughs> I make so many mistakes. Like you don't know how many people reach out to me and offer me their editing services. Oh. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just, I don't care. It's yeah. just going to go out there. Did you get the gist of what I was saying? Great. My goal is reach, you know? Right. And like, I yeah. think uh, <laughs> you just got to, Totally. You just got to make shit happen and get it out there and like yeah. fight the fear and fight the overwhelm because it's normal. It's never going to go away. It just is. You get yeah. better at dealing with it and you kind of become more in acceptance of feeling fear and overwhelm, but yeah. it's always there and you just kind of have to do it and push it out there. And if you try to aim for perfection, you're just going to procrastinate. Totally. Have you always been this like just uh, intuitive and in touch and woke or is this like something no. that has... <laughs> Definitely not. I I used to be a very different person in a different life. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, I saw the the leprechaun outfit picture. Oh, the gold outfit. Yeah, that <laughs> that's from at that time in my yeah. life. You know, I, I've definitely not always been in touch, and I I've been really out of touch. I think for a lot of my life, but uh, I think with online business, it really challenges you. Um, it's probably been the best thing for my mental health and my mindset because you really can't run a business without doing the personal work and getting your shit straight. All like right. otherwise it, it leaks out in every area and then you just constantly get triggered. So yeah. I think having this business has forced me to do some really deep personal work and that's okay. helped me get more in tune and more in align with what, you know, what I actually want and how I want to show up in this world for sure. Ooh, how I show up in this world. I love that. Mm -hmm. I was watching, I was watching that Brene Brown documentary mm -hmm. on, I need to watch that Netflix the other night. And, uh, you know, she said some like, uh, show up and that's, yeah. that's a phrase that's going around these days. It is. Yeah. Like, yeah, how are you choosing to show up? But I really like that because I think so many people are trapped in the muck of their own ego and totally yeah. subconscious, you know, sleep at the wheel and everything. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like they're not showing up each and every day. And and that's kind of the big thing is like there, there might be days that you don't show up, you know yeah, what? Totally. But that's okay. Mm -hmm. try to show up the next day and yeah. the next day and keep showing up in, in really living your life in perfect alignment with that inner truth. Mm -hmm. But that means you have to find that inner truth and that's yeah. hard and, and people don't want to do that self work. 
It is really hard. And like, I have two counselors and an energy healer. Like I don't do this show. I need a lot of help. (laughs) You know, like, it's just like, I didn't just like journal and figure this shit out on my own. Like I actually have to like, like work with people who know more than me. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, You know, there's something to be said for that. I, so, okay. Let's um, maybe, maybe a fun way to wrap up the podcast, kind of this final topic that spins it all together. (laughs) Creatively, um, creatively articulation, <laughs> but you know, everything you're saying just resonates with me so much. So with, um, you know, you mentioned the introspection, the self work, uh, that you had to do to be successful building a business, but then we're also talking about, you know, the personality typing and HTMA and minerals. So here's my thing. I, everybody that I talk to, I always say your health is like a yin yang and yeah. you know, maybe it's cause I was a, a ninja as a child growing up and I did karate <laughs> and I was super into martial arts and yeah. you know, on a weird level, <laughs> but I you know, totally oh yeah, you know, uh, just stop, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, and I'm still probably a closet karate weirdo <laughs> anyways. But the, the yin-yang, I always people uh, think our health is like this, this yin-yang or yin-yang, however the fuck you like to pronounce it. Don't, mm-hmm. don't give me shit, people. Um, but you've got physiology, psychology, right? And yeah. so obviously you've got you've to address the physiology because it has such a powerful effect mm-hmm. on your, your mental and emotional well-being, which are so intricately entwined. It's like fucking DNA and you can't separate the two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So let's talk, yeah, you know, HTMA, you're balancing the, the, the chemistry, but you also have to do the self-work. And yeah. I'm curious with you, you've done both. Like mm-hmm. you, in a way, you know, fixed yourself through HTMA, but you also, you know, did that. Can you, can, I don't know, can you, you feel me? You vibing with me? I know what you're saying. And can I you think, um, you know, like minerals affect your emotions, but your emotions affect your minerals. So it mm-hmm. does all really play into it. And when I had all my mineral issues, especially the copper toxicity, like I was really irritable and anxious all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like I had a lot of ruminating negative thoughts, which is, is a common symptom of that sort of thing. So that really played into like me being stuck and me not liking my life and, you know, like me being mm-hmm. anxious and confused and all these things. So obviously addressing that really did change my personality for the better because it's like, I don't really feel anxious anymore unless there's actually something to be anxious about, which, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes happens, right? Yeah. Um, that's normal, but it just, it really kind of took a weight off my shoulders, but then plus all the, um, I've done a lot of, uh, it's called EMDR. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's uh, eye movement desensitization oh. and reprocessing yeah. basically is the, um, the unpacking of trauma with um, eye movement and uh, electrostimulation, which I've done. And it's honestly, I think for me, like that really led to a lightness in my brain because I let go of all the shit that I've carried my entire life from the things that happened in my childhood. And I think that's true for all of us. Like we don't need to have a traumatic childhood to carry around shit from our past, Mm. right? We could have had some insignificant situation that's led to some belief that you downloaded before you were even aware that you were downloading it, that you were holding on and is playing its role over and over and over again in your cells. And that is affecting your, your physical health. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't think you can be healthy without addressing your mental state or your emotional health. And I don't think, I think it it goes both ways, right? Like Mm -hmm. you, you need to address both. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. Do you feel like, cause yeah, I mean, obviously, Instagram, in a way, is kind of this this never-ending highlight reel, right? Yeah. Um, but that's, again, where people like you are more refreshing, where, you know, it's it's authentic um, without being transparent, Yeah. you know, sometimes. Like, we're not going to give every detail about yeah. our life, but we're going to keep it real with you, yeah. um, you know, and so... But you seem you seem to just be really flourishing. You know, if I had to describe, like, how do I think my my friend Kendra is doing? <laughs> I, I'd just be like, yeah, she's flourishing, bruh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, do you feel like, wh- I mean, it's, it's going to be both, which is kind of the ultimate mm. point that I'm making here. Um, but do you feel like the emotional work and kind of the, the reframing, the, the psyche work or 
like the you know mineral balancing and more more physical like which do you think was bigger for like enhancing your quality of life or is it really just this harmonious I don't think I could have had the results that I had with without either of those things because mm -hmm. I had a lot of shit I needed to unpack um yeah. you know from a perspective I had a lot yeah, of shit that needed bit. to be unpacked but like the mineral issues and the metal toxicity was no joke so I just yeah. feel like it all kind of played into each other and I did it all at once so it's really hard to tell which had the bigger effect because I literally did everything at once so mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, and we're all so full of shit and we got to own yeah. it, accept it, forgive ourselves for being full of shit because mm -hmm. we're humans and by yeah. nature we're full of shit. Totally. You know? So totally. don't don't beat yourself up about it. Fucking own it and start mm -hmm. doing something about it. Um, but I really, I really dig that. Um, and, and that's kind of, so I think the final thing, and then I, I swear I'll let you go and move on with your life. <laughs> like, gosh, this is so fun. And there's so many conversations we're going to have to have after this. I think obviously. so. <laughs> um, but with, God damn it, every time I do that and I go on that tangent, you know, and it's like, where, where was I going with that? Oh, so, okay. But ultimately, though, you know, getting to the root cause of what is impairing you from being your best self, right? Because mm -hmm. um, yeah. I think a lot of the more spiritual or emotional introspective type work, that's a whole other beast. Yeah. Um, I'm actually having uh, my friend, Dr. Nicole, she's the holistic psychologist oh, on nice. Instagram. She's going to be on a show and we'll get into all of that um, probably in a lot more depth. But I think the, the functional work and the root cause work that you're doing in, in HTMA can be such a powerful tool for I find it to, and that's why I love functional medicine is it's a lot of times, like I find it to be the first step to their best life. Yeah. That everybody fucking loves my best life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think like, as you said, because if you didn't give yourself that energy, you didn't take mm -hmm. back your health, you didn't figure out what was keeping you from feeling your best. Well then how can you do any of the other stuff? You yeah, know? totally. Yeah, totally agree. And I think, you know, and when it comes to root cause, like there's root causes. I think we're all stuck sure. on like the one thing. I actually yeah. hate the root cause because I'm like, there's not just one thing. I there's always put parentheses. In the <laughs> yeah, root causes because yeah. you know the these things like our emotions, our minerals, our gut bacteria, like they don't exist in a vacuum. They're all right. connected to each other. Yeah. Like, you know, our body is one big, you know, like moving river which is yeah. a horrible analogy but you know what i'm saying it's all yeah. connected <laughs> yeah it's a clump of a trillion cells yeah. of organic matter and like scribbles that all connect to each other in yeah a way <laughs> yeah in in this weird uh, sphere of universe with it's it's all this whole reality thing yeah. is really fucking weird yeah <laughs> <laughs> totally yeah so you know it's all connected and i think Sometimes you just have to start somewhere with something yeah. But I mean, ultimately I send a lot of my clients to a lot of other practitioners because I can only help them with one aspect of health. So I'll send them to a, a counselor. I'll send them to acupuncture. I'll tell right. them to, you know, go see a holistic dentist, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. We can all get along. So, yeah, I know. Right. Like let's yeah. all work towards the, the, you know, mutual mm. problem, this giant chronic, I, I, you know, I won't even get on that soapbox yeah. right now. <laughs> let's not get started. Yeah, let's not, let's, not, let's <laughs> not get on that soapbox. But awesome. So um, I, I think I said at the beginning of the podcast, but where can people learn all the things about you and, and your Yeah, and probably that? the best way to connect with me is on my Instagram. Um, it's yeah. just at Perry Nutrition. That's where I show up every day on stories. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of good training videos on IGTV and um, lots of little little gems in my feed. So that's probably the best way to connect with me. Or uh, probably YouTube is the other place I show up regularly. I post weekly videos and it's Kendra Perry Nutrition there too. Cool. Yeah. And do you do, um, I don't know, consults for professionals or... Yeah. Um, what's, what's that look like if somebody wanted to reach out to you? Yeah. So I do, um, I just added business packages. Um, they're on my website with all the information, but basically I have a business package where I help you start your online business. And then I have a functional testing, uh, package where I basically just give you my business in a box of how mm -hmm. I work with testing. And, you know, I teach you all the tests, how to interpret them. So HTMA, GI map, Dutch, SIBO. Mm -hmm. 
medals and then kind of send you on your way. Or you can do both. You can do the whole shebang. Um, so that's all on my website. It's just kenderperry.net. Or if you want to learn minerals, yeah, you should join me for my next HTMA course in July yeah. if this episode drops not after but before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like sure when it's dropping. Yeah, uh, I'm hoping sooner than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see after I get through this next batch of recordings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. No, so the course too, I was going to ask, what credentials do you except uh, for your um, anyone can take it um, I've actually had a few clients who took it just for their understanding okay. now it will affect whether you're able to open an account with the lab but on right. but fortunately you can buy a lot of these things just online um, there's a lot of like online stores that will just sell them so you'll always have access cool okay mm -hmm. literally I'm debating about what I'm gonna do with mine but I, I was gonna mm -hmm. ask because like honestly um, I, I would love to see more fitness professionals getting into, yeah. you know, the space of what we do in whatever capacity is, um, you know, mm -hmm. uh, like well-trained and well-qualified, yeah. whatever. But so um, I, I do find a lot of fitness professionals are pretty information hungry. And I mm -hmm. think the fitness industry is getting way more scientific than people give it credit for. Yeah, frankly. totally. You know, personal trainers are not meatheads that count reps anymore. Personal trainers are, mm -hmm. you know, or at least the ones that are still in business and doing yeah. it. Like they're usually pretty damn good. But for one thing, trainer poverty, very real thing. Well, that's a real thing too. <laughs> yeah, it, like it, and, uh, not having the uh, know-how to build a business mm -hmm. and then kind of getting uh, stuck with giant corporation policies. I, I love you lifetime. I'm not trying to <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but really though, if they wanted yeah. to ever do anything on their own and maybe have a bigger impact or something. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm glad to hear that you accept that. Cause I, I yeah. think HTMA would be a, really it would be great. Good. I actually have been trying to convince my personal trainer to take yeah. my course because I, I, I think, you know, uh, I think they, we really need to move past this hormone thing. Like, oh, I just need to see where their hormones are at. And I'm like, well, oh. that's actually not going to get you anywhere. <laughs> like, you, you got to know why the hormones. <laughs> and like, the minerals will provide some of the why when it comes to hormones and, and like, you know, why certain people can't lose weight. So, oh, God bless yeah. you for saying that. You know how many times a week I try to explain that to people. I'm like, well, <laughs> I know that you want to do the Dutch test and that's fine. But, you know, anyways, I love the Dutch test. Um, no, that's cool. I have a lot of personal trainer friends that I would love to hint, hint. I'm talking <laughs> people anyways, but that'd be great. Um, cool. Uh, YouTube, Instagram. I'm going to post all your shit. But yeah. Kendra, really, though? <laughs> I cannot wait until we do get to hang out in person. Yeah, it'll be super fun. So I'm looking lit forward to it. And fun. So definitely the I would highly suspect the FDN conference. Hopefully, we'll see. We'll in see. November. Ahead of ourselves. A Halloween. <laughs> there'll be a yeah, we'll, there'll be a Halloween party. Um, but you know, if anything, maybe I'll just hop the border and we can hike a mountain. Totally. I'm always up for hiking mountains. <laughs> Well, and also your holistic savage shirt is it's on it's on its way. I'll be wearing it. I will take a photo. <laughs> yeah, tag that, post it all over. It'll crash the internet, dog. <laughs> I bet it will. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'll let you go. Um, we're I'm just gonna call it now. I'm gonna have to have you back on eventually. So just be yeah, absolutely. For that. Maybe Love to. be about our combined program that you know took over and saved. A million lives, but you know, <laughs> let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Totally. That's awesome. not that the ego get out of control, right? <laughs> I know, right? Let's just reel that back in for a second there, guys. Awesome. Well, have a fantastic rest of your day. Absolute privilege to know you, follow you, and I would highly encourage anybody else to check you out, girl. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one, my friend. <laughs>